Nine Radio producer and sports reporter Spiro Christopoulos is with me. If you want to have a chat to Spiro, give us a call, 131873. Um, tell you what, the uh, FIFA World Cup has been exciting, Spiro. Ah, oh, yeah. Quarterfinals action. It doesn't get better than this. I think this is the point of the World Cup where every match is a good one. Mm. Every matchup, every battle, every clash is intriguing and interesting for viewers. And we saw that. Uh, on the first day of quarterfinal action, two huge results. And I actually would say both of the matches were upsets. Croatia defeating Brazil 4-2 in penalty shootout. That, for me, I, I, I didn't watch the game. I watched the highlights and I, I made sure I read up on it. But I woke up and I looked at the score and I actually had to look twice. I thought, is this true? Is this exactly what happened? Uh, Croatia defeating Brazil. Now... The Brazilians are one of the favourites heading into the tournament. they got Neymar, one of the greatest footballers around, has never won a World Cup. The Brazilians have been pretty flawless throughout the tournament. They've had some big wins. Even in their last matchup, they had a big win and they were doing uh, you know, the big celebrations and, and whatnot. So they are a team that everyone expected to do well, but crashing out in the quarterfinals is a huge uh, letdown. Mm. Croatia, on the other hand, they're experienced. We know what happened four years ago in Russia. They made the final. They went down. But they are a quality football team. Luka Modric, he's a veteran. He's an expert. He's a master. And it just proves that when you've got that class in your team, when you've got that experience, those veterans, and a team that not everyone is necessarily backing, if you've got that underdog uh, title or tag, you can sometimes perform better and use that to your advantage. And I think that's what we've seen with the Croatians. So they go through to the semifinals, and they're going to play Argentina because the Argentines defeated the Netherlands 4-3 in penalty shootout. Now, that was a thrilling match. I mean, yeah. uh, it would, you know Argentina 2-0 up, very similar to how their previous match against Australia panned out because it looked like the Argentines had it won and done. Messi scored that penalty. They were up 2-0 up and about, all those fans. But the Dutch, they came home strong, scored two goals um, in the second half. And the second goal, the equaliser, was in stoppage time. Now, there was 10 minutes of stoppage time, right? It's rare that we've seen that throughout this tournament. But there were 10 minutes of stoppage time. The Netherlands scored in the 10th minute and 35 seconds of overtime, stoppage time, sorry. So an amazing effort for them to uh, level the scores. Uh, No one managed to uh, break the deadlock in extra time. So it came down to penalty shootout. And Argentina, too good in the end. And heartbreak for the Dutch because they are another quality outfit, a European powerhouse in football. And they were actually expected to win this match as well. So credit to them on their effort, their comeback. It was one of the greatest comebacks I've seen in international football. But in the end, Argentina, they just had that fire in the belly to get home. One of the the most clutch things that you'll ever see in in sport, that goal by the Netherlands in that 11th minute of uh, stoppage time at the end of the match to tie it up. The free kick, uh, and instead of going over the wall, just a cheeky little pass along the ground underneath, and then uh, the um, uh, the strikers coming around from in front, just to to pull that off uh, right at the death of of the match, it was make or break. And to 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 have the the nous and I suppose control and, and calm over your nerves to pull that off, that was unbelievable. No wonder the Dutch celebrated like they did. 
And there were people saying on social media and a lot of football commentators and experts that that was one of the greatest goals they have seen in World Cup history, given the context of it all, but the skill. I think you described it perfectly there, Richard. It was the skill that set it apart from the rest of what we've seen in the past. And Woot Weghorst, he was the goal scorer on two occasions. He's probably a god in uh, the Netherlands now, although they didn't win the match. So that star player for Weghorst to score two goals in the, you know, the closing stages of the match to set up a grandstand finish credit to him. He, uh, he deserves all the accolades and the Argentines probably deserve to win the match, but boy, wouldn't it have been good to see uh, the Netherlands get up given the nature of uh, how it all finished up. Well, later this morning, actually in about half an hour's time, Morocco takes on Portugal uh, and then in about four and a half hours, England takes on France this time next week, uh, when we talk, uh, it'll be ahead of the final itself. Mm. Who do you predict is going to be in that final? So it'll be Argentina or Croatia taking on one of those four sides. I think that Croatia are going to get through. Um, I know that Argentina have the one and only Lionel Messi, but I just have a feeling that they're looking good, the Croats. They, I think personally that they've got a bit of a fire in the belly. You know, the heartbreak of losing a World Cup, the desire to redeem themselves, that will shine through in their semi-final match. So I think, I think Croatia get through there. In terms of the two matches this morning, just firstly, um, I really hope Morocco win. I hope they beat Portugal because, to me, they have been the surprise packet of this tournament. They've had the home crowd advantage. They are flawless. They're undefeated. They're ranked 22nd in the world, and they knocked off Spain in penalty shootout yeah. in, earlier this week. That was remarkable, and um, I'd love to see Morocco get through, but I think Portugal get the job done. A lot of questions around. Cristiano Ronaldo, will he start? Won't he start? We know what happened in their last match where he um, came off the bench, only played limited minutes. Um, I've just got a bit of breaking news in here that Cristiano Ronaldo will start on the bench once more in go. that match that's uh, going to get underway in half an hour. So, yeah, this is, um, this is big, big news in the football world. And it's concerning for the future of Ronaldo as well. I mean, when you, you can't get a starting spot for your national team, then they're alarm bells for his future and for his career. So I think Portugal will get the job done there. And it looks like they're playing better without Ronaldo. They had a thumping win over Switzerland, 7-1. And the young gun who came on to replace Ronaldo scored a hat-trick. So it's fascinating. It's amazing. When you take the big guy out of the equation, the others rally together and perform well. In terms of the second match, absolute blockbuster. England v France. I think France wins that. So it'll be either France or Portugal in the final. I think France get through. France v Croatia. We are going to see a rematch of last year's FIFA World Cup final. I'm calling it right here, right now. And I think the French get the job done again. They are classy. They have too much star power across the park. I think they win the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. Well, we'll hold you to that and see if you're right this time next week. Spiro Christopoulos, thank you so much for your time. Great to chat as always, Richard. Have a great week and we'll speak in uh, seven days' time. Talk then, Spiro. Spiro Christopoulos, nine, radio uh, reporter and producer. All right, I haven't done this for a couple of weeks. 
uh, Ryan and I were, were chatting before the show and, and we thought it might be time to, to do a bit of music again. Time for a, a goat, a greatest of all time. I'm feeling festive. I know it's only the 11th, but I think we need to build up a bit of uh, festivities to, to the big day, to Christmas. I'll tell you why I want to do this after the break. It's someone's birthday. But I want to... I want to hear from you. What do you think is the greatest of all time Christmas song? I've got a nomination. Ryan's got a nomination. And I'll tell you why we want to do it after the break. But mainly, I, I want to start getting festive. We had our family Christmas photo yesterday. That was fun. One of my kids smiled. The other one looked absolutely deadpan. 131873, the greatest of all time Christmas song. Come on, let's get festive. <laughs> 